Welcome to Heels, Handbags, and Hustle. This is your host, Rachel Earp, and I'm so delighted you found my show. My podcast is dedicated to encouraging women in the workplace to become confident, secure, and inspired in their work and femininity. In my podcast, I candidly share my journey as a mom of two boys, one with Down syndrome, the struggles of parenting and balancing my career with mom life. And now, stay tuned for my latest episode. Be blessed, my friends. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of my podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And for those of you who keep coming back for more, thank you. You all make this show possible by listening and showing your support. And I just want you to know how much I appreciate that. I have had so much fun creating this space for you and for my guests who have come on to the show. I've made new friends and brought on old friends as well, which enables us to all just link arms and encourage women from all different backgrounds. Today, as I'm recording this segment of the episode, it happens to be World Down Syndrome Day. Now, for those of you who are just getting to know me, I have a little boy with Down syndrome. His name is Zeke, and he is currently eight years old, and I am recording this in year 2022. (laughs) Just want to throw that in there for those who might be listening much, much later. When I think of my life before Zeke, I really had no concept of what it's like to love somebody with a disability more or less than raise a child with a permanent disability. You know, you see people out in stores or public places and you feel sorry for them. You notice their shortcomings or areas that they fall behind, but you really don't think about how much this just would be such an impact on families that are supporting them or raising them or even on their own lives. It's just kind of one of those things where it goes in your head and you're like, oh, I feel sorry for them or oh, that poor person. And then you just go on with your day. Well, Zeke completely changed our world. And I found this quote the other day. I shared it on my social media because it just summed everything up so perfectly. And it says, sometimes the things we cannot change end up changing us instead. And that resonated so well with me because we truly have been changed. And I always say that we've been changed for the better because now we are so much more compassionate. Zeke has made us better human beings, honestly. Um, So much more capable of enjoying the little things that life is made of. And today we are celebrating Zeke. We are thankful that God created him on purpose. Every day is a challenge and it's never normal, but that's okay. We wouldn't change him for the world. And I love that today I am able to introduce you to my guest because I feel like it was meant for such a time as this. Dr. Deborah Muth, Muth, I think I'm saying that right. (laughs) Forgive me. Um, She is a naturopathic doctor, author, national speaker, 
and the owner of Serenity Healthcare Center outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which just happens to be the Midwest's leading functional medical clinic, which I had no idea. She is the founder of Vibrant Female, a health optimization program for high-performing female executives, and now a podcast host. Her podcast is called Let's Talk Wellness Now. Absolutely so informative, so full of information. I have really enjoyed listening to her episodes and I encourage you to check them out, guys. She is an advocate for women's health issues and an expert in the field of bioidentical, sorry, I can't talk today, (laughs) bioidentical hormone therapy and sexual dysfunction. She works with men and women who suffer from chronic illness, Lyme disease, thyroid dysfunction, chronic and adrenal fatigue, menopause, infertility, and various endocrine-related diseases that involve hormonal imbalance. I love that Dr. Deb focuses on these issues because I truly feel that when you turn to traditional medicine, those are often so misdiagnosed, ignored, or mistreated. I had Lyme disease as a child, and I remember consulting my doctor about some of the effects I have dealt with years later and her literally not having a clue and kind of dismissing the whole thing. So I gave up. I figured that it's just something I have to live with. And this lady, she truly has a heart for women and has used her passion, gifts, and knowledge to give back, not just in Milwaukee, but to people all over the world. So it's truly an honor to have this lady um, speak with us today, share her heart. She's going to be talking about hustle, which as you can imagine to do all of the things that she is doing, takes a lot of hustle, a lot of determination and grit. My gosh, she is just brilliant. And I know you're going to enjoy our conversation, guys. So stay tuned. Keep listening. You are going to love this. All right. Well, Dr. Deb, I am so honored that you could be on the show today and speak to our listeners about all of the areas that you specialize in, which is in particular, holistic health. Um, I'm so excited that you could be on this episode. So please just tell our listeners your background. How did you get into all of this? Tell us your story. Sure. Um, So thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to hear. Um, I got into holistic medicine totally by accident. Um, I was a conventionally trained uh, nurse practitioner working in OB-GYN and loved what I did. Um, But at 28 years old, I found myself not feeling so great and had myself figured out down to two diagnoses. So I knew when I saw my healthcare practitioner, I was going to walk out with one of two diagnoses, either fibromyalgia or MS. Mm. I knew that much. What I didn't expect the day that I walked into that doctor's office was to walk out with narcotics, a prescription for an antidepressant, and I was told I was going to have to be disabled in four years. It was a major shock for me. Um, Wow. I was 28. My, My youngest child had just been born six months previous. And I remember walking out to my car, just sobbing and saying, this can't be, I don't understand this. 
And luckily back then I had what I called my wacky friends, my witchcrafty friends back in the day. <laughs> and I called up my friends and said, okay, I, I call uncle, somebody has to know somebody that can help me. And luckily they didn't mind me calling them wacky back then. And they took me under their wings. They took me on to see a nutritionist and a naturopath and a couple other people. And three weeks later, all my symptoms were gone. Oh, wow. That is amazing to go from yeah. uh, basically to think that you, your, your future was just being a disabled young woman to mm -hmm. three weeks later, your symptoms being relieved like that. That is like a miracle. It, it was a miracle. It really was. And it was about diet and lifestyle and nutrition. And it made a huge impact in my life. And so much so that it made me that moment that the medicine angle that I chose was not the best aspect for everyone. And so I went on to get a PhD in naturopathic medicine and after that, several master's degrees in herbal medicine and decided that I wanted to learn everything I possibly could about natural medicine and healing the body with different tools than what we had in our conventional system at the time. Mm -hmm. And it launched me into a completely different career and a different path. I gave up my corporate job working in corporate medicine and went on and joined a small independent practice that was doing integrative medicine. Um, truly, they were pioneers back in their day when we started this 25 years ago. They had already been in practice. My mentor had been in practice for 20 years before me. Um, and so it, it was a, a totally new way of looking at things, but it allowed me to actually do what patients needed instead of doing what the corporation wanted me to do for them. Right. And I think, you know, I think with the the concept of traditional medicine is, you know, they, doctors, you know, and just professionals in general, even the education that you find out there is more of masking symptoms than actually addressing the root causes of things that are going on in our bodies. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, for, for people who finally start feeling those symptoms and are starting to suffer, it's just, it's like the, the go-to, the quick fix, like, well, what can I do to stop the pain or what can I do to get the symptom to go away um, without considering that just because that's masked doesn't mean that there's still not issues going on that are being resolved. And, and that's the sad thing about, you know, the whole concept of, of those illnesses or, or diseases and things that go on is they just continue to progress most of the time into kind of like in your situation, not the greatest outcome, just because mm -hmm. there, there's nothing that's going on to resolve the whole root cause of the problem. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I had a choice that day that I could have went with the doctor that told me I was going to be disabled and just bought into that and said, okay, that's my fate. There's nothing yeah. I can do. This is what they told me. And I had the choice to say, no, I'm not going to take this. I'm not lying down and just letting this happen. I'm going to fight. I'm 28 years old. My career's ahead of me. I, you know, yeah. I have my whole life ahead of me and I don't want this to be my destiny or my journey. And I chose the opposite. I chose to found, find somebody who could help me find the root cause and who could help me heal. And I think that, that if there's any encouraging word that anyone's listening to us today is that like, don't take what one person says and own it. 
-hmm. question it, find somebody else that can help you. Like, don't let that one sentence land in your life and change your life in a way that you don't want it to be. Wow. That's so good. So good. Because that is where you can find hope. And I think Mm -hmm. when we get to that point in life where we're feeling that hopelessness and that feeling that we have to accept what one person says is our fate is where, you know, things just go downhill from there. And I love that you went through all of that and experienced all of that. And you decided that you wanted to help others out there feel better and be healthier and heal their bodies as Mm -hmm. well. And that's, that's so amazing that that inspired you to just give back. Yeah. You know, I realized if this happened to me this quickly, how many other young women was this happening to at that time? And I didn't want someone to have to go through what I went through the and the trauma of it all. And I wanted to bring hope to other people and show them that there was a way that things could be done differently. And, you know, it's kind of like the old adage, um, you know, make apples or make wine out of apples is that how it goes something like that yes I like that version (laughs) and it's just like you know you have to make a a bad situation good because otherwise all you're going to do is let that bad situation destroy you yes so true so true so in your practice um what is the very first step so for people that maybe they've they're in that similar situation and they have felt like, you know, what else is there out there that can help me? There's got to be something else. There's got to be another resource. For many of us, we don't know where to start or where to look. And obviously that's your specialty is guiding people through it and giving them that, um, that coaching and what they, the protocol of what they Mm -hmm. need to do. How do you start all of that though? Just, I'm just curious, what, what does that look like for somebody Yeah, for us, it really starts with a really extensive medical intake or history, right? We want to know everything about you, even the things that you don't think are important. So if you can write a list of things to take to your healthcare practitioner, these are things that are really helpful for them. You know, how old were you when you got your first vaccination? Have you ever traveled outside of the country and gotten sick? Have you ever lived in a building that had mold in it? Um, Have you been ever exposed to chemicals that you're aware of? Tell us the story around what happened when you got sick. Where were you? When did it happen? Did you have anything else going on in your life? Is there a major stressor that's happened? Dig into those things. Those are the small details we forget about often. And we don't think they're important when they come to our health history. They are so incredibly important. Um, I, I can't tell you how many times we've asked a question to somebody and at their first glance, it's like, no, that's not a problem. And then as we dug a little deeper, they were like, wait a minute. I remember living in a house and four miles away, there was a toxic dump of some kind that happened. Or I was in the military and I was exposed to A, B, C, and D. And we start going on websites like score.org and we start typing in somebody's zip code and find out that there was a toxic dump a mile away from their house when they lived there. And all of those things add up to how you feel today, even though you might not have known about them 15 or 20 years ago. Wow, that's crazy. That, mm-hmm. There's so many details that you would never, I, I guess, even look closely at in your life because there's so many incidences, even starting as from a child, 
that we go through um, that just, it kind of creeps up on us later, but we have to pay attention to all of those things. And I love that you are so thorough with your patients. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even, you know, we'll get down to the point of saying, what was the health of your mom when she was pregnant with you? If things happened when you were a child, we want to know that. What was the health of your mom? Did you vaccinate right away? Did you have problems with colic? Did you, were you a picky eater? Were you a good eater? All of those things give us clues about how you're feeling today. And it really doesn't matter if you're 15 or you're 50 or you're 70, all those things still come into play today and make us who we are. And they make the good and the bad of us. And so the more details that you can put together in that kind of scenario, the easier it is for your alternative healthcare practitioner to find the clues and the triggers of what potentially made you sick. Mm -hmm. It makes a lot of sense. It really makes a lot of sense. And I think the worst thing we can do is when I know, and just even in my own personal journey, Um, you know, when you have children, that puts a whole new perspective as well Mm -hmm. on when you start to all of a sudden pay attention to things a little bit more closely, but, um, there's so much information out on the internet. Like you can, like, if you get a a diagnosis and the first thing I think we tend to do is start Googling it. Right. And you find, Mm -hmm. I, I feel like a lot of the things that populate first are not always the best resources. So for people that are just like so burnt out from trying, okay, is this right? Should I be taking this supplement? Um, you know, what kind of foods should I be doing? And just feel afraid to take that next step with, with someone like yourself. What mm-hmm. advice would you give them to just kind of let the, that guard down and have an open mind when it comes to naturopathic health? Yeah. That's such a great question. And and there's a couple of things that I want to address in there. First, remember that when you're doing a Google search, the things that come to the top of the list are the things that people are really good at marketing at, or Google is really good at looking for. So it may not necessarily be your answer or your results that you're looking for. So don't be afraid to be going beyond the first page to find your answers. That's one thing. Um, And then the second thing is don't give up on yourself. Like I've seen patients who've seen 50, 100 doctors, they've invested 150,000 or more in their health. They've mortgaged their house three times over trying to find answers. Don't give up just because you've not had the success that you've wanted with other people or you feel like they haven't listened give one more person a chance. But if you're at that point, don't be afraid to really ask a lot of questions about the people that you're going to see. Or if they've made videos, watch them on YouTube, see make a connection with them. Um, one of the things that we're, we're known to be is we're the medical detective. You know, we want to dig into everything that you have. As for instance, when we talked about your history, but we also want to create that path to heal with you. We're not there to do the work for you. We're there to help you understand what's best for you, create Mm -hmm. that path, give you the tools, and then be your support system for you to be successful. But it's going to take a lot of work on your part as well. So don't be afraid of that. And also don't be afraid to be honest with a healthcare practitioner who says, we want you to do this diet. And you're just kind of like freaking out going, oh my God, I can't do that give up this coffee and that and dairy and all of this. Oh my God, I can't do that. You don't have to do that to be successful out of the gate, but we do have to make some changes. And if you make baby changes and you are honest with your practitioner, 
that's where you're going to get success. But if you're not honest with what you can or are willing to do, you're going to falter a little bit. So it has to be that open communication, that open relationship that you make with your healthcare practitioner that's going to really get you successful. And I love that um, kind of tying into that. I'm going to mention this because I I would love for those of you who are listening right now, um, something that I think is is really fascinating with Dr. Deb is she has a podcast centered around all of these things called Let's Talk Wellness Now. And um, I've I've listened to a few of the episodes and I love that you take the time to educate people because this, I find this so nourishing for the soul (laughs) because there's just so much negative information out there. And I love that you, you essentially you're empowering people to um, get their health back, no matter what, where they're at, what stage they're at. There's, there's never a point in time where it's necessarily too late until you're in the grave, which sounds so bad. <laughs> but, so true, you know, though. Essentially, as, as long as you're breathing, um, you know, there's always hope. It's just you, you have to have that resolve in your mind that you're going to have an open mind with it. And you're going to, mm-hmm. like you said, if there's whether it's a diet protocol or a lifestyle change or some like maybe some weird freakish sounding herb that you need to take. <laughs> hey, like, why not? What's it going to hurt? You know what I mean? Like I, people are so quick to turn to medication as opposed to things that are just around us abundantly natural things um, that, you know, were created for that purpose. And we're so it's so much easier for people to gravitate towards the other stuff. That probably makes you laugh a lot, right? (laughs) (laughs) It is so true. You know, it's so easy to just go and say, I just want someone to give me a pill. I don't want to have to change my life. And I don't want to have to take Mm -hmm. 10 things. However, let me ask this question to a lot of people that are listening. Is that working for you? You know, it's usually one pill and then another pill and then another pill. And then Mm -hmm. we just keep going down the line because that first pill gave us side effects we didn't like. And Mm -hmm. there are answers. There are root causes for why you feel the way you do. And sometimes medication is the answer, but nine times out of 10, it's not the solution to the problem. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a good analogy is like, we don't have a Prozac deficiency. We may have a serotonin deficiency, but we don't have a Prozac deficiency. And although Prozac can help you raise serotonin in your brain, it doesn't help put serotonin in your body. And so we need to figure out why you don't have enough serotonin in your body to begin with so that you can feel better. Well, that analogy holds true for so many different things that we do in medicine. And it's all about just finding the right answers and the right cues to make your body click back on the way it was supposed to work all along. Right. And that's a, it's a beautiful thing. I think when we become more in tune with our bodies, because, um, you know, we, so, and sometimes I think tying along into that where we get so busy and I would mm-hmm. love for, to kind of touch on that subject a little bit as well for the people that are so busy that the thought of meal prepping or maybe finding all of the things in the protocol and scheduling the time to even maybe consult with someone that's more of a long-term, um, you know, wellness program. How do you navigate all of that? Because it can be overwhelming when we're busy, we're working, we're doing all the things that we just kind of push our health to the back, back burner. Mm-hmm. 
It is so true. And women are so notorious for this, right? We take Mm -hmm. care of ourselves last because we have kids Mm -hmm. and husbands and our businesses or our careers. And the last thing we think about is us until the house of cards comes falling down. And the body has been talking to you for years and it's been telling you to do something, but you haven't been listening. And finally, when you don't listen enough, the body just pulls the rug out from under you and says, okay, you're done. You're in bed. You're going to listen now. I'm tired of talking softly. And you don't want to get to that point. So you want to make sure you set time aside for yourself every single day. And I know for some people that's going to be like, well, I don't have that time. You do. We all have two minutes. I don't care if it means you go in the bathroom and you close the door for two minutes and you just take two minutes to deep breathe, two Mm -hmm. minutes to look in the mirror and tell yourself how wonderful you are and how beautiful you are and how courageous you are for fighting this. We all have two minutes. And there are so many great, ways to do things these days for busy people. You know, there you don't have to meal prep yourself anymore. There's great companies that give you whole organic food. They'll mm-hmm. send it right to your house. All you have to do is unpack it and put it in your fridge. Right. I mean, there, there are ways around doing things if you don't have time. But the biggest thing is for you to make yourself a priority and to allow yourself to be priority and be worth it for you to spend time, money, and energy on yourself. Um, there are creative ways we can do that. You know, there's a lot of telemedicine. The one good thing for COVID is it's opened up telemedicine for everyone. Yes, I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's so much more convenient, you know? Yes, it yeah. is. And for the most part, unless you have to have somebody physically see something on your body, Telemedicine is amazing because most of what you do in your appointment is talk and go through labs and share information. It's not physically looking at something on your body. Mm -hmm. So you could do telemedicine on your lunch break with an with a practitioner like myself and get started. And there's so many things that people are doing these days to pre-record information like a podcast, or we do a lot of pre-recorded programs for our patients. So if they want to learn information, they can just click on something we've created called Serenity U. And there's hundreds of videos in there that are under 20 minutes that you can listen to while you're working out or driving. And you can learn this information so easily so that you can implement it one step at a time in your life and not feel so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so good. So good. I love that. Um, you know, you make it sound like it's so much more attainable and it really is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just need someone else to tell you that. Um, you do. Mm-hmm. You do. And for, for those listening that are probably thinking right now, like I am like, wow, how I wish you did like where I know you are located in Wisconsin. I'm here all the way down in Florida for someone <laughs> else might be listening. They might be somewhere else. Um, is, do you practice just to people locally or are there other ways that people can connect with you and have um, that type of help? That is a wonderful question. And we work with people all over the world. My team and I are great with this. We have clients in Australia and Belize and in all kinds of different parts of the country. Um, Canada, it's wonderful because we can do this telemedicine via Zoom or do it via a phone call and Mm -hmm. we can help people anywhere in the world. And that's really a wonderful thing to be able to reach people. Um, we're flexible and we have all kinds of different programs that both just one-on-one or they can be group and they can be digital or they can be personal. I mean, there's just all kinds of different ways that you can work with my team and I. 
That is fantastic. And uh, for those of you listening, I am going to link um, all of her information in the show notes so that you can check out her website, Serenity Healthcare Center. Um, There's such a wealth of information on there. And I really appreciate, Dr. Deb, how willing you are to even share that stuff with us so that people can have access and feel that they can learn um, so freely. Like uh, that is so giving and so generous of you because a lot of a lot of times that's another thing that comes up is people are like, well, can I afford this type of care? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just sounds so overwhelming, but, um, you know, you have a lot of resources from your podcast. I know you have been an, you're an author as well, and that you have co-published books, um, and have your own book, um, and even just, you know, going to your website and just the different ways that you adapt, um, is so inspiring. Thank you so much. I mean, we really try to make it easy and simple for people. This doesn't have to be complicated to get involved. Believe it or not, some insurances cover some of the things that we do. So you don't have to feel bad about that. Um, You know, there is some insurance coverage. There is cash that we can do. There's different programs that we can set up as well. But there are lots of different entry points in. And, you know, one of the things that I like to tell people is, don't get wooed by this amazing program that that's going to offer you the world. You know, dive in just one toe at a time, dip your toe into the water, feel it out, make sure it feels right for you, and then dive into an expensive program if that's what you want to do. But right. give yourself a taste of it and and any practitioner should be willing to allow you to pay for one visit, even if the only thing they do is programs, they should allow you to pay for one visit so you can see if this is what mm-hmm. you really want to do and you're a good fit. And if they don't, I would encourage you to find a different practitioner because some people mm-hmm. should be flexible to your needs, not just theirs. Right, right. It goes, the gate swings both ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, and if there's, if they're out of this whole conversation, I know there's, there's so many different directions we could take this, but if there was one takeaway that you would want to leave our listeners who are listening right now, what would that be? I would say this, you know, put yourself first, because if you don't fill up your cup, you can't serve others. And I know your listeners are busy, entrepreneurial, career women, and they're being pulled in a hundred different directions. But I'm sure many of you are feeling like your cup is empty make sure you fill your cup up first because then you can truly serve your people the way you want to because otherwise if we get so depleted we're not giving them our best and our all and then we just feel more depleted and more dissatisfied with who we are and what we're trying to do but really take care of you um it was funny i was having a conversation with my two boys uh last summer and i was apologizing for that being there for them as much as I wanted to be when they were growing up. And they kind of looked at me with this weird look and they're like, mom, what are you talking about? You were always there. You were at our games. You were at our 4-H events. You were always with us. And I saw it very differently. Mm -hmm. They saw that I was always there, but then they also said, mom, you gave us all the strength and courage to be who we are and do our own businesses and make money by us watching you thrive during your life, even though you were always there for us. And it was a wonderful conversation. I was so glad that I posed the question because I didn't see their life through the eyes that they saw it. I only saw their life through my eyes of disappointment and not being there enough for them. So 
you know, remember about that. Like you can be there for them and you can think of all the things you're not doing, but remember all the things that you do do for your loved ones, because that's how they see it. That is so true. I, I think sometimes we, like you said, we get so caught up in how we're viewing ourselves, and we don't realize that people are watching and Mm -hmm. we are an example. And even when it comes to our own health, people watch when we are taking care of ourselves and that inspires them Mm-hmm. to do the same thing, which, you know, what could be more wonderful than that? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it, starts, it starts with us. And even, you know, success and, and all of the things that we crave, and we, you know, we watch people on Instagram and the influencers, and all that. But it, it, it's not always about all the masses. It's about, mm-hmm. um, you know, just the people in our circle and in our home that, you know, just being able to influence them and them watch us, you know, doing the best that we can, because we're not perfect, you know, and it's, I think moms, we, we're so hard on ourselves, because we do feel that mom guilt, that's a very real thing. And I, I yeah. have two boys as well. They're very little right now. And there's times that I will, I'll go in and, you know, they'll be asleep and they're quiet and all of the things just kind of die down that I was doing and so busy and overwhelmed with. And I'm thinking I could have done so much more. I should have gotten down and played with them. I should have, you know, talked to them mm-hmm. more about their day at school. And, you know, like you said, when you have those little reminders that they probably aren't think- laying in bed thinking that about me, <laughs> they're <laughs> thinking, wow, mom made a great dinner today or Um, Mm -hmm. you know, she, she read me a story earlier and I had a great lunch, you know, just all the little things that kids think about. It does make you feel better. It does. It really does. But I, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you for your service to others and what you're doing to inspire and encourage and help people, um, have hope in a different way than traditional medicine and all of the things that you've, I'm sure you could probably do a whole, we could do a whole other episode on more in depth on the things that you went through to get where you are today. But I do have to say it is so inspiring and, um, you know, people need other ways of finding their health and getting their health back than just, you know, going to the traditional easy routes. And sometimes it's not as hard as we think it is either. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's exactly true, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have to be necessarily this big, whole, complicated thing. Um, But yeah, I I really have enjoyed um, just following you. And for for those listening who would like to, you know, maybe just kind of follow you and see what you're all about, what are other ways that you do connect with people and that you show up? Absolutely. So you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Serenity Healthcare Center. Also on our website, I also have uh, something called Vibrant Female, which is a program just for career women. Check that out. We have some free giveaways there too. There's a book called Essence of Health and Vitality that's free. Talks all about sleep and supplements and diet. And it gives you all the tips in there that you need to be a healthy career woman. Um, And it's totally free. Just sign in as an email and you'll get the download immediately. Um, But you can reach out to me in any ways. Feel free to DM me as well. Oh, that is so fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing so much of yourself with other people and you're so easily to access in so many different ways. I love that. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Well, thank you again so much for um, taking time out of your busy schedule to um, 
just inspire all of my listeners today. Uh, I really do admire the work that you're doing and the message that you're putting out there. Um, and for those listening, I hope you will just take, take a little bit of time to check out her website, her podcast, um, because you will be so enriched. You will feel so empowered and enlightened. Um, I just want to encourage you to do that. And thank you again, Dr. Deb, for this time today has been such a wonderful conversation. Thank you. It has been such a pleasure and a joy. And I hope your listeners really get a lot out of this. Thank you so much. I know that they will, because I know (laughs) I have. (laughs) Well, friends, what do you think? Wasn't this so refreshing and so inspiring? I I can't imagine um, being a young woman like Dr. Deb and getting a diagnosis and basically life sentence of being basically disabled um, on narcotics and having such a depressing um, prognosis for your life and then turning that around and being open-minded and accepting to other alternatives and traditional medicine and look at her life now. Can you imagine if she had not done that? Uh, where would she be today? And I think the, the thing that I really, the reason I wanted to really bring on Dr. Deb was to open up kind of a whole other pathway for those of you who are listening who uh, are maybe just struggling with diseases or, you know, disabilities or just things that you're just not feeling well. And, you know, with all the toxins in our environment today, all of the unhealthy foods at our fingertips, the craziness of stress and anxiety and lifestyles that are just not making room for, um, you know, better choices. And our health just kind of gets trampled on. It really does. And I don't want you to feel like that that has to be just the way it is and that there's no hope and that, you know, you just have to run to just the first thing that you see out there because unfortunately the world is full of information that is not, that there's other agendas behind that are not necessarily the best option for you and that are made with your health and well-being in mind. Where people like Dr. Deb, who was able to come on today, her goal and her objective is your wellness, your well-being, your physical, your mental, and your spiritual wholeness. And I think that all of those things work together. And I know for me in my life, when we going kind of circling back to, um, you know, having a kid with a disability, we realized right away, like we were told about all of the different um, health issues that Zeke was going to have, possible heart surgeries and illnesses constantly, pneumonia all the time, and just all those things weighed so heavy. And we realized that we wanted to do everything we could to prevent that. If it was possible in any way, shape, or form that we could prevent some of those things or even one of those things from happening by changing our lifestyle, we were going to do it. And I tell you what, Zeke has defied the odds. He did not have to have heart surgery. He has had a beautiful childhood with way less complications than most kids with Down syndrome his age. And it's been so inspiring and, and it's it's a work in progress. It doesn't happen overnight. It is daunting. It is overwhelming at times. And 
you do need to consult people who understand this well and who have made it their life mission to get the right kind of education out there to help people. So I hope this encouraged you today. And if that's something that you're dealing with and it resonates with you and you're like, you know, I, I really just want to hope. I encourage you to reach out to Dr. Deb. Just, you know, give her, give her a chance. Check out her website. She has a lot of free resources and information on there. Her podcast is another great resource for you to start with. And then, you know, she will be so happy to connect with you and talk with you and consult with you. So please just take advantage of this. You are, lis- you are listening to this for a reason today. So I'm excited that we were able to talk about all of these things today on this episode. I hope that you have left feeling refreshed and inspired in some way. And even at the very least that you realize that our health is a gift and we don't want to take it for granted. So thank you so much for tuning in. And guys, I always say this at the end of my podcast, but please, if this episode has meant something to you, it would mean so much if you could just go on whatever platform you're listening to this on and just rate it and give me a review because it helps me keep episodes like these coming your way. You can also find more of my episodes by visiting my website, rachelerp.com, and it's R-A-C-H-E-L-E-A-R-P, like Peter. For those of you who may have been like, well, how do I spell that? (laughs) rachelerp.com. You can learn more about me there. I would love to connect with you as well, and I appreciate your support and you listening today. We will be talking again soon, guys. Until then, be blessed, my friends.